God did not really need to send Jesus, did he? After all, that's a, that's a lot of trouble to go through to to uh, to deal with the problem of sin, right? Uh, God sends his son Jesus, who has to to die in atonement for sin. I mean, isn't God all powerful? Um, doesn't he write the rules? Couldn't he have decided to do things another way? Um, he could have. Uh, he could have decided to do things another way that didn't involve so much animal sacrifice and so much death and the bloodshed of his own son. Um, God could have chosen another way to do it. Uh, he could have created a world without sin, but he didn't. There's obviously sin in the world, right? Now, some people will use this line of argumentation um, to uh, claim that that Christianity is is nonsensical, and they'll put it uh, in a variety of ways, but but that's usually how it comes across, right there. Um, but when God created the world, and He creates humanity in His image, what's He doing there? He's He's putting His signature upon His artwork. From the very beginning, God wants to be known. He wants to be recognized. Uh, he really is above us. Um, he's not narcissistic in doing this, but he does, rightly so, seek his own glory. And if we are concerned about our glories rather than God's glory, then we end up exalting ourselves, right? And we actually create inequality in in the world. So, so I'm not sure anybody really, really wants to take that line of argumentation because because ultimately it, it means that you are a suppressionist, you're, you're seeking your own superiority um, when, when we seek our own glory in life. And the only way to like get away from seeking our own glory is think about the glory of God. So God, by seeking his own glory, actually creates equality among human, human people. Now, he doesn't exalt human people like we try to exalt ourselves. Instead, he seeks his own glory, which is right because he really is above us. Now, imagine a world in which God places his image upon the earth and there's no sin. If there's no sin, uh, true, there would be less suffering. If there is no sin, uh, true, there would be less heartache. If there is no sin, uh, it, is, it is true and most likely that, that there would also be no death. People would live on forever and ever, right? This, by the way, is what Genesis chapter 3 is about. But if there were no sin, if God didn't create a way for people to sin by giving the very first command, do not eat of this tree, we we would never, never notice God past what he commands of us, right? All we would know, well, we wouldn't even know that because he wouldn't be commanding anything. He wouldn't be creating opportunity for, for sin. We would always have ourselves in view and our preferences in view 
and like Adam and Eve and the like we imagine Adam and Eve living in the garden. Okay, we don't have a like a detailed description, but like we imagine Adam and Eve living in the in the garden with this this blissful, innocent glee, like like we would always have we would always have that. And we would never know much about God. He would have set the world in motion, not created an opportunity to sin, and the world would just be in motion. It would be it would be static, basically, right? So God introduces the opportunity for sin, and people sin, and what's the first thing they do after they sin and realize that that God is near? He's, he's walking in the garden. They hide. They are ashamed. Why? Because God is revealed as holy and righteous. And then God reveals something else about his heart, that he cares for his people. When, when he clothes them, when he symbolically covers their shame, he reveals who he is. Like, like this whole thing is about God revealing who he is. This whole thing is about humbling, humbling us to the point of, of peace and justice upon, upon the earth. So there's sin in the world, and instead of just giving us a, a how-to, like here's how you here's how you make the earth a better place, uh, here here's how you can accomplish righteousness, here's how you can accomplish godliness, here's how you can solve all the problems that are created as a result of your sin. Instead of doing that, God calls a people to Himself through which the Messiah will come, and. The Messiah comes, his son, Jesus Christ, and he dies in atonement for sin. And when Jesus teaches about this, he teaches, he teaches it like this. Just like Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so must, this is the plan of God, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Jesus was referring to himself. So must the Son of Man be lifted up. And everyone who looks to the Son... Jesus will be saved, will receive eternal life. And Jesus is God. God's accomplishing this. When Jesus dies, and when people talk about his death, who are, who are the people being glorified? Not us. No, no, the, there's actually only one person being glorified now. That is God, because God has accomplished this. And so God, he writes the rules. He not only sets history in motion, but he, but he guides it very carefully. Nothing happens by accident. Nothing catches God by surprise. And when, and when the major events of history unfold, God is glorifying himself so that he might be known. Even when he came against Pharaoh with every line, every time he told Moses, this is what I'm going to do, he follows it up by saying, so that Egypt will know me. So that Israel will know me. So that the nations will know me. And there will be a day, according to the prophets, that Egypt will be called my people and Assyria will be called my people and all the peoples of the earth will be called my, my, my people. Like that's God's heart. That's his focus. So, so why did Jesus have to die? Why Jesus? Because God wants us to know him. He wants us to see him, to recognize him. He desires to be glorified among his creation 
And this actually creates peace and justice upon the earth with the knowledge of God. This actually makes it possible to have to have an intelligent species upon the planet created in God's image that is humbled by sin and then edified by God himself who consider others to be more important than themselves, who learn how to love one one another like like God loves, like he is like he is love, like there is no other way to accomplish that but by the the history of redemption that we read in the biblical canon. There just there just isn't.